well, my YouTube nights. Welcome to Lords of the Longbox presents the cover price top 10 of the week. Yeah. So what a week. What a week. It's what been. a week it is. But you know In what? It'd be it'd be unfair to give too much oxygen to one of these books on here. So we got us, you know, it'd be disrespectful to for the other creators uh, of comics that are on this list. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we'll give our two cents. And Matt uh, did a lot of digging and got some facts. And we try to separate what's hearsay and what's fact and not spend too much time on it. You know what Truth I mean? Truth over because facts, baby. Truth over facts. Yeah, that's what the good thing about cover price. It's all about the numbers, baby. It's all about the numbers. Uh, speaking of which, you know what we need to do? You need to, uh, I was just playing it earlier. I need to find an intro. While you guys are congregating, <laughs> that's, you know what? Let's do the damn thing. Play it. Do the damn thing. Do the damn thing. Do the damn Make love and dance and sing, yeah. Got, got to get on the floor. You know life can give you more. Canada's own it. scratch bastard in the house doing the damn thing. What's up to everybody in the live chat? I uh, hope you guys are having a fantastic sweltering afternoon as it is hot pretty much everywhere in the uh, U.S. I think it's just hot. So uh, once again, this show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com, focusing on price guides, collections, and trends based on real sales data. Okay. Um, also, big announcement, man, I want to pass along to you guys is uh, tomorrow they're ch uh, they're changing the uh, user interface a little bit. So the old version is going to have this, um, and the new version is going to have this, uh, where they talk uh, more about raw sales. So uh, oh, cool. that's what people have been asking for. So Thursday, after the end of the Shake Show, Matt's going to come on, and we're going to walk through what the uh, the new version does. And uh, shout out to all the developers at Cover Price for killing it on this list. Uh, there was a lot that went into this list, boys and girls. Let me tell you that right now. And as usual, we got a runner-up to the top 10, and Ryan has the prestigious honor of talking about these fantastic books. What do we have I for do, the runner-up? I do. I got a DC book to start off this list today. It's Poison Ivy number three, Seth McKinnon, one in 50. And uh, DC's been putting out phenomenal ratio covers lately. McKinnon delivered a haunting and surreal cover of Poison Ivy. Within a week, this desirable cover hit a fair market value of 88 bucks. We tracked 13 copies sold this week. It had a seven-day uptick of 158%, and it had a high sale of 123 bucks for a raw dog copy, baby. I got to admit, that is pretty cool. That's really nice. I like that it. is gorgeous, man. A lot. Um, and, Justin, you probably know this better than I am, man. 
DC doesn't do 1 in 50 uh, variants that often, do they? I mean, yeah, this uh, is the first time that I've really seen this. I think, and really, it's just for this series. I have nothing. Yeah. Batman, Batman's kind of the new Batman Chip Zdarsky stuff has been getting little high ratio variants. It's rare. It's rare. But yeah, you don't really ever see 1 in 50. Yeah, normally they just do cover A and B. Sometimes, every now and then, like, you know, for when Detective 1000 or these other crazy books, there was like. 30 variants of that they just went buck wild with or you get a jim lee one in 500 or something crazy but uh poison ivy seb mckinnon uh i don't know if that's a man or a woman but it's definitely a dope artist anybody know uh for some no, title first time i'm hearing about this artist but i'd say a guy go. all right i guess why not sure um so runner up on the list is poison ivy number three the seb mckinnon one in 50 variant what have we got for kicking off the top 10 we got ourselves a Dark Horse book from 2012, Mine MGMT. So we have ourselves another comic book that's being optioned as part of the Dark Horse and Netflix deal. The community will tentatively see a TV series based on this new IP that sports a truly conspiratorial tone. Netflix has had a rough track record as of late on the consumer relations side, but that hasn't stopped fan interest. This week, track 10 copies sold, a seven-day uptrend of 266% with a high sale of $250 for a CGC 9.8 in current far fair market value on Raws is about 48 bucks. And I think I left this at the shop the other day. Yo, oh, yeah. Netflix needs to I like their, because I like Matt Kind, man. He's a good writer. Yeah. Kint, Matt um, Kint? Kint? I think it's yeah, Kind, Matt isn't Kint. it? I think it's, it's Matt Kint. Well, I don't know. The Kind. Uh, whatever, man. But um, <laughs> yeah, Netflix can step up because Amazon Prime's been killing it, man. With the, with the boys, uh, Paper yes. Girls. If you yeah. have some Paper Girls, it's absolutely fantastic, man. And then it uh, is. they're having competing fantasy shows that continuous at the same time with Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. So that should be interesting. But even though Game of Thrones is on HBO, but man, what a great time to be like a fantasy geek, right? Um, yep. So number t- 10 on the list is Mind Management, number one from Dark Horse in 2012. So, you know, anytime something is spec- picked up on, people buy it, as they should. All right, what do we got for number nine? Number nine, we have Star Wars Rogue One adaptation number one. Mm -hmm. So Disney Plus dropped the trailer for the newest Star Wars series, Andor, last week. Does that name sound familiar? Cassian Andor, the level-headed Rebel Alliance commander who fans loved during Rogue One, is getting a prequel show. Fans and collectors couldn't help but grab his first appearance in comics in excitement. Tracked 27 copies sold, seven-day trend of 116%. High sale of $175 for a CGC 9.8. In a raw fair market value of $27. And I think I know a guy who's got a few of these. If you're looking for some, I have many. Does in nine eights. Start with Jay and have Horn the name. Uh, end with Huston. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever happened to the Rogue One movie that uh, Patty Jenkins was supposed to remember that? It was supposed Rogue to be like, Squadron? Yeah, I don't know. Rogue yeah, Squadron. I'm, I'm yeah. Man, I hope that happens. Uh, dog fights in space. I'm, I'm down for it, man. But uh, it's good to see. Uh, Book from 2017 on there. It's a little Star Wars Rogue One action, baby. Top sale, 9.8, 175. All right, what do we got for number eight? If you like 2017, let's go back to 2004. Amazing Spider-Man number one. There have been some strong rumors among the community uh, that we may be getting Anya Corazon, a.k.a. Spider-Girl, double a.k.a. Aranya, on the big screen in the upcoming Madam Web, this movie has been shrouded in secrecy with very few confirmations, leaks, or details in a consistently saturated market with all of the above. But one rumor has persisted. Isabella 
uh, Mercedes, Merced will portray Aranya coming in the uh, spring, or I'm sorry, coming in the upcoming Sony picture. Uh, fans feel strongly enough that there is some validity to these rumors, opting to pick up some copies. We tracked 17 copies sold. It had a seven-day uptick of 192%, and it had a high sale of 182.50 for a CGC 9.8. Actually, have this one. Uh, do you, this is like a double spec. Maybe you remember this book popped up on the list. What was I it? Yeah. Last year or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, I know. It, I don't know if it's. I think it was because of her, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, so I think it's I also moving because uh, she's she reappeared as Aranya in uh, Edge of Spider Verse last week. She kind of uh, got a new costume and uh, a little revigoration. Yo, when are we gonna get the Across the Spider Verse trailer, man? I, that's man. like killing me, killing me, killing me, Jay. Anyway, number eight on the list: Amazing Fantasy number one. Not that one, but this one from two thousand and four. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, it's good to see this book on the list. I was just talking about Netflix isn't killing it, but this series is definitely killing it. Yeah, let's take it back to the 80s, man. Sandman number one from uh, DC Comics Vertigo. So Sandman on Netflix is finally here, and so far it's been well-received, often referred to as the comic that could never be adapted. Fans were skeptical after Netflix hit some turbulence earlier this year, which has quite led to the market cooldown. It's starting to heat back up, and a whole bunch of new audience members introduced to Neil Gaiman's creation, opting to go to the source and acquire the first appearance of Dream. Last week, we tracked 33 copies, sold a seven-day uptrend of 108%, and had a high sale of $1,000.99 wow. for CGC at 9.8. And a raw fair market value is about 196 bucks right now. Well-deserved, man. It is an incredibly dark show, and I'm all about it, man. So I don't want to spoil too much on there, but there's a there's a character on named Constantine. Or con- not, they don't pronounce it the same as Constantine, Constantine, the uh, the other DC character, and it's basically, you know, she's a descendant of an older Constantine that was around in like the 1700s. But thing is, the, I think the the story was Neil Gaiman wanted to pay tribute to Alan Moore's uh, version of Constantine, and that's why he named the character that. Although she's a magic user, uh, she's not like you know directly related to that character that we know so there you go a little nugget that i threw in there for you that uh, just popped up on my feet mm, one day. nugget salmon number one has come actually you know what i was doing as i was watching the show a lot of times i do this i have subtitles on and i also like i pause it it's like google mm. is like i was like wait is this the same constantine and then i was I, you know went down a rabbit hole and i was like oh man this is crazy this there is, is a relation right i mean they're like it's correct Joanna. yeah Joanna. Uh, but obviously this is I told. I think it's disconnected from the DC universe altogether. You know, it's 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 its own thing. Sure. And thank God for that, because uh, you know the portrayal of Hell and Lucifer Morningstar, freaking badass man. You know, uh, big old uh, Brienne of Tar- whatever. Brienne of Tarth, man. <laughs> yeah, Brienne of Tarth with the dark Emerald Isle. Yeah. Oh, yo, I was digging. Yeah. By the way, I'm watching Game of Thrones again. And I couldn't sleep last night because I rewatched The Red Wedding. So there was oh, that. <laughs> Dude, you're, you're, you're like a month behind me. I just rewatched it and finished it like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. 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 So I, I, I knew The Red Wedding was coming. I was like, oh, damn. It's still that's one of oh, the it's, it's, most it's intense. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Battle of the Bastards coming up, though. So, Ugh, anyway. so much anxiety, dude. So much anxiety. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's almost like it stopped at season six. I don't even need season seven. You know what I'm saying? It's like stop mm. at season six. It was at the the best that it was at season six. So number seven on the list is Sandman, number one from 1988. What do we got for number six? 
Number six, we have bang number Damn. one from Matt Kent. And I and Justin's right because I actually paused it and I looked it up to see how to pronounce it while we were while you guys were talking about a different book. So Matt Kent variant. So Dark Horse 2020. Matt Kent is living large after announcing the Netflix Dark Horse deal. Rightfully so, as two of his books got the green light. We see the effects in the aftermarket. This series featuring a James Bond-esque protagonist drew fans in and hooked them with Kent's patented mystery. Fans are looking forward to seeing this adapted to the big screen. Tracked 13 copies sold, seven-day trend of 289%, high sale of $24 for a near mint raw, near mint plus raw copy, and a fair market value of $18. Can you still call it the big screen if it's Netflix? I'm not like disparaging <laughs> Netflix, but can you really exactly, say that? Yeah. You it's know, like, there's some big screens it, in, t- in the houses these days. Right. Like the bigger, the biggest screen yeah. is the theaters. You got a hundred, you got a hundred inch. That's a big screen. That is a big oh, ass now. screen. But you know, I still have should even saying, oh, it's a TV show. What channel's on? Well, it's kind of not, it's streaming. So yeah, yeah it's hard to call it TV shows either. It's, there's like a weird, they need it's a, a streaming new show. It's not a movie, but it's not a TV show. Yeah. So weird. All right. Number six on the list is bang. Number one, the Matt Kent variant and uh since we're halfway through the list let's hear from our sponsor my slabs tired of paying 10 20 or going live for yourself just post it up on my slabs the platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better MySlabs.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots join a passionate no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business and as always my slabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only one percent So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20%, or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace, by collectors, for collectors. Yep, you can buy slabs and raw copies, uh, all kinds of good stuff. So number six on the list is bang number one, Matt Kint variant. All right, halfway there, boys and girls, what we got for number five? Hey, we got bang. This is the ash can. And per deadline, Netflix... Uh, and Dark Horse Entertainment have inked a multi-year first-look film and TV deal, extending their creative partnership, at the same time announcing the launch of development on two new projects, a film titled Bang and a series called Mind MGMT. This has already lit a fire under issue number one and the ash can. We tracked 39 copies sold. It had a seven-day uptick of 96% and a high sale of just under 200 bucks for a CGC 9.8. I would say $200 is more than well spent than yep. buying this than something else that's uh, out there right now. Shout out to our <laughs> friends over at Aegis Comics of Alaska for the uh, $2 Super Chat. Appreciate you guys. Go check out their latest Instagram uh, story or video. They always so I have a question. Help. Sorry, yeah. I just... I'm looking at mine MGMT. Is it mine? Is do you say mine the letters management. or is it management? Is it, yeah, is mine it the management. acronym for management? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think I have. God dang it, Justin! You screwed me up. I <laughs> I know. Well, it's it's mine management. Okay. Because there's a so band in MGMT. Management. That's why. Okay. Uh, so go bang that Ashcan variant. Uh, yeah. Number five on the list from 2020. Good luck finding this. Jesus Christ. Does anybody? I have just it? got. I actually just found this this past weekend for five bucks. 
Boom. Oh, there you go. Good job. Yeah. Proof of life and the first print, too. I was super lucky. And the only reason why I knew was because I know somebody talked about it last week. And I was there like, you oh. go. Things yeah. a good option. Get hot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and speaking of which, hey, our second entry on the list from the Netflix show. Oh, real quick, before we go to number four, can uh, can I just get the screen real quick? Since Aegis gave us that $2 super chat. Sure. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. Hold on. Let me, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, everyone, go check out Amy's Aegis Comics of Alaska. Damn, I am rocking their new Valkyrie shirt. How does go one get one out. of those? Um, just go on Aegis' website. I just got yeah, this today. I, I think this is so badass. So shout out to Amy and Lou. Thank you guys so much. This is who did the awesome. art on that, uh, Lou? If you're in the live chat, that That's looks dope. absolutely that is dope. Hey. I'm gonna Hell need yeah. one. You know, I would use my influencer status and I would tell Aegis, yeah, hey, we'll go to the front of the line. One for free, yeah. Come there on, go. dude. <laughs> give, me a, <laughs> give me a box of seventy of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number four in the list. Anyway, <laughs> back to the show. Oh my God, I got another Sandman book. So Sandman number eight, one of my favorite books in this series, of course, as mentioned previously, Netflix went and did something daring and actually did the Sandman series with issue number one, first appearance of Dream, which already appeared on this list. This book features the first appearance of his older sister, Death, by all accounts, Kirby Howell Baptista crushed the role of Death and fans of the comic and show visited the aftermarket, paying a premium to secure her first appearance, which we track 36 copies sold last week, seven day uptrend of 106% and a high sale of just under $1,200 for a CGC 9.8. Current raw FMV, which is fair market value, is about $149 right now. Cool. Uh, so about that shirt, uh, yeah. it's for fundraisers. So I'm assuming the proceeds of the shirt will partly go for fundraisers. So uh, you know what, uh, Lou? I'm going to go uh, hit up your site and uh, go get me one because yeah, that too. is absolutely badass. By the way, Lou, who did the art on it? Because uh, I love the art on it. Um, is it from a comic or somebody? Peach Momoko. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Did you just, you know what we have to do now, right? Clayton, <laughs> Clayton Crane. Since, since Lou is here and you uh, induced the name of Peach Moko, you induced her. I induced so that the only means, of Peach That Moko. only means one thing. Since uh, Patriot to Lou, since he's in the house. Hey guys, it's Lou here, your out of shape comic book collector, and I'm welcoming you to another episode of What to Put in Your Box. Oh man, you're not gonna believe this, dude. Your book came back a 9-8. A 9-8 karate kick! Oh. <laughs> hey guys, it's Comic Lou here, and this is another episode of our Top 10, where the comics we talk about, ironically, are on my eBay store. And I'm here, joined by the comic sensei from Alaska himself, Kevin. What's up, guys? We got our top 10 books. This is on our top 10 here. It's uh, Peach Momoko. Peach, Peach Momoko! Take a look. I love Peach Momoko. I love Peach Dude, what? Dude, it's my book. Dude, stop! It's my book! Dude, stop! <laughs> Man, I'm T-Ho from Lords of the Short Box. Screw that guy, British style. Yo, DJ Curse Words, kick it. First things first, I say all the words inside me. I'm fired up and tired of the way the things are. Man, what the fuck is that? Come on, if you can't laugh at yourself, you're I taking this way too seriously. And you know, 
when he first said fuck you bitter style i had no idea that that's how you do it in the uk uh with the kind of sideways peace thing so uh you know did not know but there you go you invoke lou and peter moko you got to play that video shout out to uh, ages comics of alaska uh hit them up uh, for a good cause they're doing uh for um it looks like uh yeah here's a link here man go check them out go buy that shirt for a good cause uh and you know there we go Okay, so, um, yeah, we finally got to talk about it, and it's quite wordy, so uh, we're going to read Matt's notes verbatim, and uh, Matt, our, uh, Manimal gets the honor since he reads the goodest of us. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do we got for number three? So, here we go. We got Ultimate Fallout number four, Clayton Crane, C2E2, Facsimile, and God We Trust, the Acetite limited to 750, and this is covered by Matt DeVoe. So, Matt went into detail in this. I'm going to read you what all the research he he did on this this amazing amazing book so this book's entry on the top 10 forces us to comment comments on the c2e2 exasperated controversy yes it's been the talk of the comic social community for several days right now there's been a tremendous amount of coverage that is filled with misinformation pitchforking and troubling truths yes this one has it all keep in mind that everyone has their perspective due to this the truth is muddy as the information presented comes from reported firsthand accounts and a lot of hearsay there are many sources for you to dig into these various perspectives. Here we'll present only what we know for a fact. The retailer Black Flag Comics pr produced an acetate cover stapled, adding to additional staples to their pre-existing Clayton Crane Ultimate Fallout number no. 4 facsimiles from 2011. CGC recently graded copies of these exclusive days before the convention, allowing it to have a blue label instead of a green qualified label. They recently issued a formal statement on their forums with this quote from them we treated them as we would any other variant cover that's attached with an extra set of staples bleeding cool has confirmed that marvel did not nor do they approve of this exclusive they have not yet issued a formal statement black flag states that these were limited to 750 copies and offered them to buyers at c2e2 on friday august 5th 2022 for 85 dollars before the general public opening on friday at c2e2 a line of buyers with non-standard general admission passes, i.e. exhibitors, premium, etc., formed before doors open. There was no limit set on the number of copies that could be purchased. Therefore, several buyers bought numerous copies. Several of these buyers are notable influencers slash resellers. The top confirmed number of copies purchased was 75, though there are rumors of some buying more. That is where the facts end. It's unknown if the limited runs sold out before the initial line finished, leaving many in line without a copy. There are mixed reports of Black Flag repricing the last box of books within hours of opening to reflect the rapidly increasing online sales of this book. Ultimately, the 750 was reportedly sold out by the end of the day. Unconfirmed reports note that it sold out within the first few hours. Others report that copies were available on Saturday at a significant premium. However, this is also unconfirmed. So ultimately, what does this mean for the comic community? Well, there's a lot to unpack here that doesn't fit this little top 10 review. Everything from CGC practices, retailer ethics, and influencer slash reseller community responsibilities to keyboard pitchforking has been immensely discussed. There are some essential ongoing conversations around these issues, with many debating these long-debated points that are now hyper-focused on this specific book. The dust still needs to settle, yet hopefully this will lead the community to a better place with better business, influencer, and consumer practices. Let's jump back into the facts, though, with the main point being this book is hot. And it's not the book that's driving this. It's the story and drama that have escalated its infamy. As seen by Bad Ideas' Invisible Comic, Infamy Sells. So much so that it made this week's top 10 with 16 sold copies tracked as a seven-day trend of 345% in 
with a high sale of $315 for a raw copy. However, reportedly copies have sold for much higher raw on the streamer site whatnot. Post our top 10 release, a CGC 9.9 sold for $1,800. To make matters worse, there's word of this potentially happening again at upcoming conventions. Bleeding Cool noted, Black Flag also confirmed they had created two more acetate covers for Boston Fan Expo this weekend. Ghost Rider on Friday and Deadpool on Saturday with 100 copies in one line for retailers slash resellers and another line for people who want one copy each at over $100 each. If that happens, expect a real ultimate fallout. Jeez. Regardless, the com- a little play on words there. Regardless, the comic community is devouring any and all information on this. This drama is still unfolding with official word from both Marvel potentially releasing soon. This will be a fun one to revisit in a year. Yeah, I can see all those dorks waiting right in the line, right, right so, up in line at Boston too. If you want the unadulterated version of this, I'll peep out the Comic Con podcast on YouTube. They yes. name all the names, places, of people that did this. My take on this is, Black Fat Comics should have put a limited on quantities, right? I mean, because I think about you know, first of all. Calling people flippers, flipping has been around forever. You know, you can right. go 2015, somebody's on Hall H, something gets announced, they immediately change the price of their books on eBay to reflect that it's, you know, it's whatever that is. But CDC also was questionable in, in the slabbing of this. What Black Flag did by taking dead stock, putting, you know, lipstick on a pig, and then reselling it for $85. <laughs> And what I do is I, I feel bad for the 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 small guy. I mean, I want to say the small guy, but your average collector who's not on <laughs> social media or a, a so-called influencer. I'm no influencer. Don't call me that. I, I think it's stupid if you call yourself an influencer. But there was a video where, you know, I saw a guy stood in line. He drove like six hours and he didn't get a copy. Uh, and then, you know, they repriced them. Um, so the only way fire spreads is fuel and oxygen deprive it of both and it won't happen again you know and if they're really doing this at boston again i meant you know we'll we'll see which if the influencers actually go to the head <laughs> they've of the already line. got their tickets man <laughs> i meant and you know how many people buy it i mean it, it's just you know uh we won't spend too much time on this i'll let you guys you know, one, sold on one thing i one thing i wanted to speak on in this what i thought was interesting is it I'm kind of interested in what you guys think as well, because we don't think we've ever talked. We've talked about this even in our private chat is raising the price for regular people. Why, why would resellers like, that's crazy to me. Yeah, if anything, is. I would mm. see it the reverse, right? Like if you're going to resell, reverse. you pay more than the yeah. person who's just buying Give a break it, right? to people who are trying to make that's yeah. nuts, dude. That is nuts. So, and to come out, that's like riot shit right there. Yeah. So I, I did some digging. Um, shout out to King of the Golden State for the five dollars super chat. Appreciate you. Uh, Tim and eBay raw listing currently at two thousand eight hundred fifty dollars with less than a day left. That's crazy. And I'll shout out uh, Lou for another five dollars super chat. Uh, Comic Lou reportedly purchased seven hundred copies and traded them for a piece of mogul acetate bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a lot of hearsay and stuff that has come out since this. One of them is Marvel sent out a cease and desist, blah, 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 to all the major retailers. I reached out to retailers that I know work that works with five other major retailers and Marvel has yet to say anything. Um, not saying that they won't. There's also a shit ton of them at CGC right now. What are they going to do? Um, send them back. And, you know, and then there's, you know, it, it they put the themselves fact that in they really graded it a 10. That alone yeah. is a story in itself. Yeah, yeah, that's suspect as fuck. I mean, guys, 
don't buy them online and it won't show up on this list. Hopefully it'll be the Corona book of this year. Do you remember when the first appearance of Corona came out <clears> right before <throat> coronavirus? And that died. I mean, you know, I mean, and if they if Black Flag does this again at Boston, shame on you. And hopefully people don't buy it. But unfortunately, I think that's how the community is. They thrive on drama, right? We called comics or whatever, you know, something once something has been banned or done, they need to go find it. And there's more than enough sellers on eBay or whatnot. I mean, think about this, though hard sales data that cover price pulls only 16 sold on ebay out of 750 so the majority of them were being sold live at c2e2 right. from whatnot sellers um and you know and whatever the hype is so you know either you know i mean like i said i felt sorry for the 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 your your average collector who doesn't have ten thousand followers who just maybe was a big a fan of clinton crane and one of this exclusive variant and then you know doing this but to find out if they're going to do it again at boston it's like come on bro you know yeah it's but, the thing was they black flag put this on their facebook on thursday if you just had like a Friday pass or three day pass and you're just one of those people that has one of those passes and got in line or, you know, got in line to get into the con for Friday, you then you're getting in line at Black Flag Comics and then you don't even get one. Like, yeah, I yeah, mean, that's it's 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 the ugly side of the hobby when people get greedy. The metaphor or analogy I used was if you starve a rabid dog for two weeks and you give it 10 babies they're going to eat those 10 babies. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, it, black comics should have said, look like, our, like Harris comics at San Diego comic-con. They said, Hey, this is our exclusive. We want everybody to have a chance to get us a limit five per customer, which is more than enough. Right. The analogy and, I like to make is if you quit your job to make this a full-time living, you got to cheat, rob and steal from people to make it happen. Touché. And you don't get, and you don't deserve pity if things go wrong. Exactly. Yeah. And without that, Let's move on. Let's celebrate the top 10 list, man, because there's other great books on this list. And uh, speaking of which, man, this book pops up again. Oh, yes. Herpes. I mean, Spawn, number one. <laughs> this is uh, Spawn is back in the spotlight after Todd McFarlane revealed a new Batman Spawn crossover at San Diego Comic-Con. Not only that, but he has also let slip. We may get some more information on the long-awaited Spawn reboot at the upcoming New York Comic-Con. Jamie Foxx also recently spoke about the possible forthcoming film, uh, dropping a little silver uh, sliver of info regarding the updated suit fans may see in the future. Bring on the Spawn excitement. And luckily, there's plenty of this issue to go around for fans of the series in just about every grade. However, we track 57 copies sold at a seven-day uptick of 101% and a high sale of almost 200 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Yeah, um, the print run in this is absolutely... So there's a, there's a Spawn Batman book. I'm surprised that didn't show Batman. up on any list. Yeah, I have that book. Um, yeah. But do you remember the first iterations of Spawn, the screenplay mm -hmm. that Todd McFarlane, well, Spawn is kind of just going to be there, but you're not going to see him. Like, no, we don't want that. I want the 90s Spawn movie, although the, it was really bad <laughs> CGI. I want the whole flowing cape. I want yes. everything. You know, that's that's what we're there for. And, uh, you know, and I think eventually Todd McFarlane realized, look, I don't know. I don't know what it takes to direct a film and do a screenplay. So I'm getting help with this because originally the budget was $10 million. Come on, 
you can't do. I mean, commercials cost more than $10 million on the Super Bowl, right. I think. Maybe, I think that's, you know, but $10 million for a proper Spawn movie? No. We need, you know, 50, 60 million, 70 million. I mean, you know, um, billion. You know, and if he were to go on Netflix, they would give easily give him the money, but I think he's set on a theatrical release. I'd like to see, yeah, I'd like to see like a show, like a live series, 10 episodes. I mean, well, yeah, because the series is like go three, four, what is it, three, four, almost 400 issues or something crazy like that? Because yeah. he, he likes long. to tell you all the time it's a record-breaking comic book. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so number two on the list, back again, like Ryan said, like Herpes, appears every six months. Uh, Spawn, number one, <laughs> in it, number two from 1992. What could be number one? Bang. bang bang dark horse comics third time here on this list so top spot goes to the bang from dark horse reign supreme as the top 10 lately the community has gravitated to the pool of amazing indie books featuring top 10 writers top notch artists it's, it's a epitome the generalization with matt kint that's right matt kint <laughs> presenting fans with a tale of action and mystery it doesn't hurt that every cover for this book happens to be fantastic not to mention freaking keanu reeve endorses it with a quote a great fucked up blend of james bond and tintin hmm. <laughs> we tracked 50 copies last week seven day uptrend of 185 percent and had a high sale of 99 dollars and 95 cents for a cgc 9.8 what do we always say under 100 go ahead and buy yep. it do it yeah because uh, something in the live chat said they rumored that idris elba was gonna play it yeah and, it got, i think that got kind of announced actually that's badass. He's just yeah. is a one cool motherfucker right yes, there. Yes, he man. is. Have you guys he seen? He scared um, me on the wire, man. What was that? Uh, it was a western they just put on Netflix. Oh, oh I know what yeah. you're talking about. I awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. It's like all black cast. It's uh, awesome. On, yeah, but it's really God. good. You just Elba DJs too, huh? Yeah, multi talent. There you go, man. Uh, you know, well, he's one of the cooler things of the Thor films. You know, um, you know what? Uh, spoiler alert: um, his son lives, kind of. So, uh, there you go, boys and girls. Number one on the list is Bang. Number one. Hey, make sure you stay tuned till after the show. You get redirected over to the New Nirvana channel, where they're not going to talk about Ultimate Four. No, they're going to talk about good stuff like the Sandman series and what books yeah. you should be buying. The great group of girls over there. Ryan, any last words? Leave the drama for your mama. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Very succinctly said, uh, Nemesis Prime. Uh, yeah, like Tim said earlier, go ahead and check out the Comic-Con podcast's uh, little rewind that we just did. And also, again, another shout-out to Aegis Comics of Alaska. Go ahead and support them. I just the bought Razor. the shirt, by the way. I just did it as we were on the... Um, Literally, I just bought this... They posted it five days ago. I just checked on their Instagram. I got a and I blue got it one. Today. So that's how fast it. So came hurry up and send that. Hurry up. Come on. Well, it's not from I that directly from already. them, but yeah, it doesn't go from Alaska all the way to New Jersey. Don't ask for free one, boys and girls. Get a buy one because it's for no, a good man. Cost. I went and bought it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna have to do that too. Man, I'm only last words. Yeah, uh, like Justin said, check out the Comic Con podcast this month. Our next three episodes for sure, we're gonna have a member from Canada, someone from the community from Canada, in the next three episodes. Those will drop Friday mornings like always. So make sure you tune in to that. Uh, anybody who joined me and Justin on the whatnot sale, I appreciate uh, all you guys. Uh, I was able to sell some stuff. I'm going to be shipping them out tomorrow. I was trying to ship them out today, but needless to say, I had to sift through a lot of news and uh, we had to talk about a lot of stuff. Go check out the Comic-Con podcast for the unsold, unadulterated, uncensored version of what really happened at... Uh, c2e2 and uh you know i want to say if they do this again at boston comic-con don't support them 
Fire Please don't let oxygen. any of these books be on this top ten next week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fire needs oxygen. Don't buy them, boys and girls. If you send me, if you show me a picture of your copy and burn it, I'll send you a comic. How's that sound? Ooh, that sounds like a great deal. Burn your comic and I'll send you a better comic. <laughs> <laughs> How's that sound? All right, boys and girls. Until next time, we'll see you Thursday for the Shakers List. Matt DeVoe is going to join us on Cover Price. We're going to go over the new format and layout that they have on their uh, website. If you haven't checked them out, coverprice.com. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in the long boxes. Peace out.